0: Hi, I'm Judah Michelle, and you're listening to The Thread, powered by Meaningful Minute. Divine repair begins with mending our relationships below. The third step in Rav Zusha's prescription for tshuva, uh, his pathway, as spelled out by the word tshuva, is the letter vav, v'ahavta Larecha kamocha. To love others as we would intend and hope that they would love, uh, that we would love ourselves. Vahavta, um, the golden rule: love of others is the royal road to loving Hashem. Um, our 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 connectivity could be broken down to two different modalities: um, the way we relate to anything or anyone outside of ourselves, vertically and horizontally. Um, Rashi explains, everyone knows the song, and we all learn it as kids, not just that v'havta, love of others, is just another important step or another important mitzvah or, or, or an important element in our Yiddishkeit, but v'havta, Rashi says it is the central value and, and guiding point of the Torah. It is the goal and purpose of the entire Torah. Loving others is none other than the highest form of spiritual expression. Our horizontal interactions are an expression of our vertical kesher. Uh, Vahafta is the most godlike activity that we can attain. Um, Vahafta, love and love of others, is the most omnipresent of all mitzvahs. In every encounter that we have uh, with other people, Uh, in our lives, in every relationship, we have the opportunity to uphold and to fulfill v'ahavta. One can say that all of Yiddishkeit lives in its light. All of Yiddishkeit, our mitzvahs, our observance, our day-to-day, everything that we do, that we think, that we feel and we say, lives in the light of ahava and is animated by this essential mitzvah. Of Kolonimus Kalman, HaLevi Epstein, Namor Hashemesh said that it's not just called gadol b'torah, but it's yisod kol ha'torah kula. It's the foundation. It's the value upon which the entire structure of our avodas Hashem, of our yiddishkeit, of our Jewish practice, of our Jewish lives is built upon. Every day, morning and night, we we express our amunah, We express our mission statement. Shema Yisrael Hashem alokinu <in> Hashem <Hebrew> echad. God is one. It's 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 an expression of faith. It's it's who we are. It affirms God at the center. Of our lives, Shema Yisrael. I mean, what what's more, what's the more quintessential tefillah and expression of our yiddishkeit? Shema, the way Chazal established it in the context of of tefillah, is founded on and is introduced by brachos that focus on Hashem's love of Klal Yisrael. Habocher ba'amo Yisrael bi'ava, God who has ch- who chosen and who is choosing Am Yisrael, His nation Israel bi'ava. Now when it comes to relationships, there's a, there's a beautiful notion in Mishlei, uh, in Mishlei in Mishle, from Shlomo Melech, the wisest of all men, timeless values, that the algorithm of relationships at the core of every healthy relationship that we're striving toward is love, is, is, is giving, doing for another, thinking of their well-being, speaking good on their behalf, seeing good in them and doing everything we can to better them the way that we would want them to do for us. The way that we would hope and expect to be treated is the way that we're treating others. The Shlomo Melech points out that sometimes in relationships, sometimes in, in our Kesher, with, with others, with other people, we make mistakes. We misstep or we misspeak. We, we can hurt another person's feelings. We could fall short of their expectations for us. Um, we could behave in a way which doesn't reflect our higher selves, and, and for that we have to do tshuva. But Shlomo Melch points out, I'll call pshayim for all mistakes, all averos, all pshayim, everything that we've even done purposefully, that we've done in a way which is, which was on purpose to antagonize or to insult, or to hurt with intentionality, to to really do something, to dig in, to to really you know push somebody's buttons. I'll call pshayim on all of our wrongdoings, on all of our missteps love covers it all. I mean, love is so powerful, like a heavy wet blanket can lay down on all of those flames of Machalukas. Love, if, if love is the, the canvas upon which we, we paint our, our, the picture of our lives, and it's the, the parchment, parchment on, upon which we, we write the story of our relationships with, with, with each other, with our friends, with our family, with, with, with Klal Yisrael, L'Havdil, with the rest of the world, and ultimately with the Ribbon of shel Olam there was um, there was a great Mechanic in our generation who lived at the same time as us um, who really was a person who was who exemplified this rabdavid shrank was um, was a mashkiach and, and a Rebbe. in Camp um, Aguda. i say that deliberately he was a, he was a ten for two also uh, in Camp Aguda. And um, in Adelphia and Moresh Yoshua yes, was, to, to an entire generation, just a symbol of, 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 of the beauty and, and glory of, of Yiddishkeit and helped so many people, young and old and young at heart, uh, be the best they could possibly be. He was known for his incredible love and, and, and there's an extraordinary uh, textbook on Vahav Talarecha Kamolcha that um, my friend and our teacher, Biswal Besser, put out this year, uh, Just Love Them. Um, about the life and times of uh, Reb David Um As a mashgiach nishiva and, and as somebody who's responsible for uh, for the education and for the development of, of young people, you have to you have to know what's going on. A person has to have their eyes and ears open and, and be very much aware of what's uh, what's taking place. So, one day there was a there was a fellow who, uh, who called her by Trank uh, to you know to give him a heads up. He was snitch essentially. At, uh, he was on a bus in South Jersey and overheard two Bachrim from the yeshiva talking. And, you know, they were just, they didn't realize anybody was listening, anybody they didn't realize anybody heard. Um, but they are talking about how they managed to sneak in a little television, uh, a small TV, into the dormitory. That's a juicy piece of information. That's a juicy piece of, uh, of, 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 of info for, for anybody who's running a yeshiva who needs to keep control in the dorm and know where the guys are up to. So this person very eagerly and you know, somewhat uh, excitedly called Rabbi Trenk to let him know what's what where uh you know where these guys are up to so Rabbi Trenk you know heard what he said and then he asked him you know do, do, do you know what, like what uh what Masechte the guys are learning like do you know where they're up to in 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 their learning and I said no I I don't, I don't know what they're up to I don't I, mean, I don't know I don't know what uh, what sheer they're in or, or how old they are I don't know I just I heard that they were, uh, that they snuck a TV into the dorm. I thought that was important They you should know. You know, Rabbi Shrank asked him, do, do you know like what their Avotos satfila is like? Do you know where they're holding in their Avodah Hashem? Like, like, did you, did you do? you know anything about these boys? Did, did you hear them talk about something like that? Like, they're, like where they're growing, where they're successful? And he said, no, I just, I, 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 just I, I heard it, I heard it, I saw what I saw. Rabbi Trenk said, if you didn't see their place of growth, if you didn't see where they're steiging, where they're growing, where they're succeeding, you, you didn't see them at all. He said, you, 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 didn't, you didn't see them at all. Said, not that it's not true. <laughs> not that it's not true what he said or what he heard or what these guys are doing. But that's not, that's not who they are. If our starting point, if our frame of reference, if the prism through which we are seeing others, through which we are living our lives, is one of a context of, of Ahava, that means we're living with Ayin Tova. We're focusing on what's positive, we're focusing on what's, what's going right, on what's healthy, on what's good. That's an essential step in shuva like we discussed earlier, Reb Zusha reframes the process of tshuva from focusing on what's wrong, on, on, on that spreadsheet, so to speak, on, on trying to figure out, you know, I missed this, but I got this. This is good. And that's and that's bad. And that's an important part of tshuva to, to, to weigh our, our where we've gone right and where we've gone wrong. That chesh benar nefesh is essential. But what Reb Zusha is, is doing is, is shifting our perspective. There's a paradigm shift here to think about. Yiddishkeit and Shuva as a process of embracing values, of living with these ideas, living with this mitzvah of Ve'ahavta, the golden rule. It is through which everything we experience in our life creates a context of, of love. There was, um, there was an important Mechanich in, in the last generation who was better known, unfortunately, fortunately, unfortunately, I don't know, uh, it's all Shlichas, uh, for his politics, Rav Ram Ravitz uh, of blessed memory was a manal of Yeshiva who was chosen by Rav Shach to be representative for Degel HaTorah, um, the 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 party that represents the what's called the Lithuanian uh, Torah community in Eretz Israel and Knesset. He was a very talented guy, um, very capable and uh, was very effective in running institutions. And uh, Rav Shah chose him to go from the world of education into the world of politics. Uh, I'll add parenthetically, law Leno, But it is what it is. Um, Ravram Ravitz actually, I don't know, maybe for, for in contemporary uh, terms, maybe might be uh, uh, well-known because of his daughter-in-law, um, Mrs. Ravitz, Rivka Ravitz. His daughter-in-law was the, was the um, chief of staff for President Ruby Rivlin. And just earlier uh, this year, when uh, President Rivlin went to Washington, so his chief of staff, who was the mother of, uh, of a mishpacha bruchati al of a large family, uh, who's also running the whole president's office, um, when when the president of the United States Heard that who uh, heard who she was that she was a mother of a large family a from woman who was a large family so he took a knee and, and gave her tremendous respect it was a big kiddush Hashem and it was for a moment the world reoriented itself in a healthy way toward giving kavod where kavod is deserved to the to, to a Jewish mother anyway she got her start in politics by her shvera by Ravitz anyways Rabbi Avram Ravitz was uh was this was this and manal of yeshiva and his yeshiva in Bnei was a proper you know a proper yeshiva gedola and um, one day, uh, 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 there was just uh, like, the, like the worst thing that could happen with a, to, to a guy in terms of his, his growth in Yiddishkeit. There was a boy, it was Machal Shabbos. He was going through what he was going through. He was rebelling in such a way that uh, it just made it impossible for him to be in the yeshiva. I mean, it was, it, it was already like he didn't need to have a conversation. It's not like sit and discuss what to, anhala, what to do. It was a guy in the yeshiva gedola in Bnei Brak uh, uh, of that age, and that time, it was, it was not 2021, it was already 30, 35 years ago, Chal Shabbos, it's just, it's not, it's not, it couldn't be there anymore. The guys knew about it, the Rebbeim knew about it, it was just, it was too far, that's already too far. So he came in to speak to Rabbi Ravitz the menial, and um, it says to him, I'm, I, I'm sorry, you know, it's just, it's, it's too, it, you've gone too far, and, and you're going to find, uh, you have to find another yeshiva, it's just, it's not going to, this is not the place for you anymore. Now this this bochor, this young man who had who had made that uh, who had done that avera who was Mechal shabbos, you know, like it was filled with such such pain such remorse. He said, "I understand. I, I hear. I hear. I just I have one request. If I could just beg, if you please, please don't tell my parents that I was Mechal shabbos. Just have mercy on them. It's so hard for them to see me struggling and going through what I'm going through." If you could just tell them that, like it didn't work out, I needed a different Ms. Garrett, I needed a different environment, I, I needed a fresh start. Like it's just maybe the, the the level was too challenging for me. If you could just find some way to have Rachmanes on them, it's just it'll break my mother's heart. My, my father won't be able to, and my, like he won't be able to handle it. It'll just be too disappointing and i have caused them enough pain already. If you could find some way to just tell them something different. However, Rabbits looked at this boy and he said, you know, okay, he heard him and said, okay, he said, I, I wish you Hatslah The boy got up to leave the office, you know, to go collect his belongings, pack up, and, uh, and, and leave. And when he got out the door, Reb Avram Ravitz, the, the, the menial, uh, stood up and, and, and followed him out, and he said, excuse me, excuse me, do, do you, do you just come back, to, come here for one second, please. He said, okay, yeah, well, okay, he said, please come inside, come into the office, T- take a seat, I, take a seat for a second. The kid comes back into the office after this whole ordeal and he sits back down in the office and uh, a rabbit sits there across from him and he says, Shalom Aleichem. My name is uh, Avram Ravitz. I, I, I heard that uh, you might be looking for uh, a new yeshiva and for a fresh start and that it didn't work out um, in, in your old program. Would you consider joining us? This boy looked at him like, what? A rabbit said to him, A young man who is able to be so sensitive and thoughtful, someone who is able to be so considerate and, and, and think about in their own moment of personal pain and, and failure and suffering, think about someone else, little, to think about their parents. To be able to have that type of sensitivity and that type of maturity, say, this is the type of person who deserves a second chance. I want you to have your second chance here in this yeshiva. Akalpshayim tech sa'ava. The, there, there's no mistake, there's no avirah, there's nothing that we've broken that's, that's too heavy and too deep, that can't be covered over by the love the Ribbon Shalom has for us, by the love that naturally Yid has for HaKadosh Baruch But it begins in the context of Vahavta, of thinking about something or someone other than ourselves. Like Rabbi Nassim Tzvi, like the Mir Rosh Hashiva would say, someone asked him, like, what should we think about during Yom Narayan Davening? Like, what should we have Kavana? Like, what should we think about? And as we said just someone other than 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 yourself. And the world is Davening. We, we, spent, we spent days and days and days during during Slikas and Asersimetchuva and the three m kipper all the time with avinu Alkanus na al And again, have mercy on us and have compassion on us, ki I say, manu, because we're nothing. We're low. We don't have. We're not worthy. We're unworthy. I say, imanu, it's not of a chesed. Save us, because we're not worthy. Like over and over and again, spinning our wheels about how much we don't deserve and how unworthy we are. But the Alter Rebbe reframed the whole avoda of tshuva by saying the focus is not avinu have mercy on us because we have nothing, we're nothing, we're nowhere, we're unworthy. It's instead avinu malkeinu, ein It's emphasizing that we have no one other than you, Hashem, ein <laughs> it's only you. The Altar Rebbe says that when we orient our lives around the Rivona Shele when we put God at the center, then, then that love, that overwhelming love between us and Hashem, that love between us and other people, that, that creates the context on which our story is written, on which events unfold. When we live our lives in the light of Vahavta, it's a life, like Rabshaim Bar Yachai says, Bahavivusa Tal It's a life it's just the currency between people, between us and the Ribbonah Shalom. Our religious experience, our interpersonal experience, is one of positivity, of love, of warmth, of ayin Tova. Alter explained that Vahavta Recha kamocha is actually a commentary, it's a peirush. This step in Rabshaim's Truva is a peirush and Vahavta Es Hashem. El-okecha. it explains how to love god because they say if a brother is a brother and a sister is a sister if we treat each other like brothers and sisters then the father is a father then the rebano shalom can be our loving father vahavta lareacha kamocha so the Rishodim say that kamocha implies that it might even be harder to love those who we are that are most similar to us those who are, we're closest to, sometimes it's those are the ones who it's hardest to exercise or practice Vahavta, to be patient with, to be forgiving of, and to just to be able to look the other way or only see good. Beficha u'bavav asoso. This this step in rabuzosh's tshuva it, it expresses itself; it iterates in the world of thought, of machshava, in the world of speech, in the world of action. So let's so let's 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 consider how we can we can take this with us. How could we live with va'ahavta in the world of of, of consciousness? I think it's a very simple thing. It's it's about reframing relationships vertically and and horizontally. We we often talk about frumkeit um, and about flexing our religious uh, persona. Um, And we think primarily when we talk about frumkeit and religion, being religious or being somebody who is like on fire for Yiddishkeit as being someone who is connected vertically. Davening a long time, or 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 somebody who is uh, extra careful, machmir in certain areas of 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 kashrus, or somebody who is tanas dibur, somebody who takes on 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 in the world of ben adam l'makom, and that has its place and that's very praiseworthy. That's something which is which is true, draws us close to God but what but rebus is turning us on to and and what the rishon and achronim and bali musr and, and of hashem and, and all of the chasidus and avoda and all of jewish history are pointing us to is that to really fulfill ratz and hashem to really live with a sense of the with god to be connected vertically we have to be connected horizontally so for us in consciousness how do we think about what it means to be someone who's drawing close to hashem through drawing close to other people, we could look toward uh We could look toward our great grandparents, toward the example of our avos and imahos, Avram Avinu, who was the pillar of emuna, Avram Avinu, who was the one who was echad Avram, who developed and cultivated monotheism as a as as a system. It recognized that there is a God. He lived with shivisi who was the person who was you know walked Avon was the one who was more than any of our Avos representing the one who called that God's name in the world, Hashem Echad Ushmau Echad. He's also the pillar of Chesed. Also the one who was most the biggest paradigm of love, of service of others. The love and kindness, service and mysterious nefesh that Avram Vino had taking responsibility for Lot and, and, and being sensitive to Sarah and running after his guests, literally falling over himself to take care of others who are unworthy, dirty, Arab travelers and, and providing for all their physical and emotional needs. That all came as a direct result of his amuna. Real frumkite. Real connectivity, ta'karish Hu. Vertically means that we're connected horizontally to others. It's where it's rooted. It's not just civics, it's not just community service, but it's a a divine based ethical imperative of vahavta to love another person as ourselves, to treat others the way we want to be treated, to speak about other people and to judge them in a way that we want to be judged ourselves. Chazal tells us that kamocha, vahavta recha, kamocha, to love another person begins inside out kamocha begins with ourselves we have to we have to reframe the way not just the way we see others but the way we see ourselves and the way we speak about ourselves talk about chesed and talk about kindness and generosity and doing for others uh, sensitivity and, and, and dealing with other people in a way that we want to be treated to, to speak about that as frumkeit, to speak about that as a religious obligation to frame those terms religiously to reclaim tikkun olam and enter, re-enter it into the world of Yare shamayim this is our job in the world the sakin olam to fix the world through acts of kindness through love and doing what for other people is a religious act it's a frum act and to speak in that way as well it iterates uh, in the way that we speak about others and the way we speak about ourselves. And this is the power of, a tovah, of saying a good word, of sharing a compliment to another person, of opening ourselves up, allowing for us to see something good in another person and complimenting on that, pointing out what's going right, pointing out what's good, pointing out something which is healthy and strong and positive in ourselves and in others is a necessary step toward tshuva, toward revealing, toward revealing our highest selves and drawing close to the You know, we, we tell stories of tzaddikim because we like to, uh, where it comes from, uh, there's an unhealthy side sometimes. We talk about these stories of tzaddikim. We think, oh, I could never really reach that. I, I could never really hit that level. But if, if we're reading stories of tzaddikim from a, from a healthy and appropriate place, then we're, we're, we're creating aspirational goals for ourselves. We're seeing Godless adam, what a person can accomplish by living a life of Torah, what a person can accomplish by working on their midos. what a person can accomplish, what a flesh and blood, Basar Adam can accomplish the greatness of the Chavetz Chaim, of Reb Chaim Ozer, of the Chazan Ish, of Rav Kuk and, and, and Rab Ari Levine, your stories of, of their incredible Ahava, and giving, and Chesed, and sensitivity, and kindness, Came from their incredible year at Shemaim and dedication to Torah. They, they're, they're, the Havas Yisrael, was rooted in Avas Hashem, and, and it begins kamocha. It begins with being able to to see it, to see that in ourselves. We read these stories of tzaddikim. The goal is Aldera avoda for us to try to attach to some trait, to some midah. Rebbe likes to say that um, it's great to, sell, to tell stories of tzaddikim, to tell stories by the Shabbos table. But we know that we've made it we know that we're in a healthy place, in a place of closeness with Rebbeon HaShololam, or well, we could say a good word about ourselves. when well, we could tell Sipurit Tzadikim about ourselves. It's not gaiva, and it's not presumptuous. If we're able to share with our friends and our family and the people who we're closest to, a good word, something that we're proud of, something that we've overcome, some midah, or some moment, some challenge, something that we feel good about, we're able to express that. That's Rabzusha's plan for tshuva. V'ahavta l'reacha, if we could say a good word about ourselves, we'll be able to say a good word about another person. If we could be Mefargain and treat ourselves generously with kindness and be forgiving of ourselves, we'll be able to be kind and generous and be forgiving of others. There was, um, there was uh, an artist in our generation, uh, Calvin Broadus. When, when they gave him an award in Hollywood, gave him a, a, a star. Not that, that that those not that those that those types of uh, those types of things matter much to us, but the person who had an opportunity to get up and, and thank uh, his family and friends and all the little people uh, who helped him get to, to, to where he got to in the world. So he, he, he also said at the end, he said, finally, and most importantly, I want to thank me. <laughs> I want to thank myself. I want to thank me for believing in me. I want to thank me for doing all the hard work. I want to thank me for, for, for not, not being mevatar on myself, not taking days off. I want to thank me for not quitting. And I want to thank me for, for, for being a giver and, and, and for being somebody who wants to make the world a better place. And I want to thank me for, for choosing right over wrong. You know, To be able to say tova about myself is an expression of Ahavus Yisrael. I'm also a yid. I also deserve love. I also deserve to be treated properly. When we take care of ourselves, and we're able to fargin and say good about ourselves, and, and, and let alone say something positive about ourselves, then that's uh, an expression of, of of this most important mitzvah of Ahav yisrael. When we live, when we live with with the, the, the lens of ahava before our eyes, and we speak with love, and we speak positively, and 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 we think positively we focus on what's good and what's going right and what's happening, then like the way Shlomo Freifeld uh, would say, a that the world is, is just a place that's filled with light and filled with goodness. It doesn't, it doesn't happen on its own, and it's not just something that we can will to happen. But Rav Dessler 101, the way for us to cultivate love is to engage in acts of kindness. When we give, then that, that brings about a, a sense of love. Someone once came to the Rebbe, young woman was having a hard time, bitter with the world, and, and, and having a hard time meeting people and connecting with people. Uh, it just felt very closed and, and, and bitter. And the Rebbe you know, spoke to her a little bit about, um, about Ahava and cultivating Ahava and, and gave her an exercise, and maybe this is something that we could end with and try to internalize uh, Reb Zusha's third step of Ahava. The Rebbe told her, find opportunities every single day to be in the service of others. Stand by the door, and hold the door open for people who come. Stand by the building, by the by the apartment building. And when someone comes out of their car, open the door so they'll, to let them in. Stand there for a few minutes a day and just open the door for other people. Just just stop being stuck in, in yourself. You know, there's, there's something about sitting by the Shabbos table and trying to do this, is, is, is before digging in, like seeing if anybody needs something, making sure that everybody has the stuff to pass around, do you have the dips, that's the main thing you know does anybody want a drink do you want ice from the kitchen to find ways to begin from a place of giving and generosity and firgun and Ayin tova brings about and awakens in itself this uh, the, a, a loving feeling that those acts of service and like rabbi Sobel salanter said yenem's gashmius another person's physical needs is our ruchnius when we connect horizontally with other people and live our lives with the value of avos israel in thought and speech and in action Ultimately it'll draw us close to the Ribbonashalolam and help us fulfill Zusha's third step in Shuva, the golden rule and the foundation of Kola Torah Kula, which is Vahafta Laracha Kamocha.